From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Todd Cooper and Sarah Watkins. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Felice Navi Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton, and this is Rigby. Yep. Thank you. You know what? Let me start that over. Maybe I shouldn't say hello, ho, ho, but I should say boo. Cut that music. Yep. It's Halloween. Halloween comes only once a year, so let's go trick or treat while dressed up like a reindeer. I want some candy. Milky Way. I want three musketeers, oh Henry, and some payday. Let's go to the haunted house and conquer all our fears. So carve a pumpkin, dress up like Rumpelstiltskin. It's the Feliz Navipod Halloween Spectacular. Boo! Welcome to the Feliz Navipod Halloween Spectacular. I'm Tony Saxton. With me as always is a dog dressed like Rumpelstiltskin. What does that look like? Good question. Anyways, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Let me tell you a quick ghost story. One time, in the early 90s, I rented a movie with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. It was pretty good. Creepy. Well, glad my ghost story was over. Guess I'll get the door. Same old shit. Hey! Hi! Cooper and Sarah Watkins. Hello! Hello! Good to see you, Tony. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And happy Halloween, if we're going to go in real time. Happy Halloween. Thank you. <laughs> you see how hard it was for her to say it? You, uh, not a fan of Halloween? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with Halloween because it brings on Christmas. But it's really, it, it's fine. It is. There are there are unfortunate downsides to Halloween for me. Example. That stupid cobweb decoration that everyone puts in their front yard. <laughs> she hates it. it. It's only okay if there's going to be like a giant spider in it. Because I saw one of those. It legitimizes. I, well, because I was, I was driving around thinking about, like, why, what makes it okay? And then I saw one with a giant spider on it, and, like, that makes sense. But people just, here's the thing. At our house, there are so many spider webs it, around the yard, in the bushes. You always uh-huh. have to, whose house is so clean that they have to put up an ironic spider web? Would you, so to you, if somebody came to our house after... It's like, like oh, before, look, your house has a spider web. But, but if somebody came to our house before cleaning spider webs, you think it would be on par with the ones with the excessive spider webs? It's the same thing? Well, it's more realistic. The excessive spider webs, the thing is, it's usually just that. That's the you know only how, decoration that they have. You know have. how decorations work. Well, there's only one decoration. It's it's like 
if you had a, a tree in your house all year round and then you had to put up another tree in your house for Christmas. It'd be like that. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's not at all what it's like. A white tree. It's like if, if you had like a branch of a tree in your house and then you put up a tree. Well, depending on how many spiderwebs you have. <laughs> there you go. Does it seem though like I was noticing this the other day, does it seem like suddenly a lot more people decorate for Halloween? Yes. Yeah. With that I don't stupid remember stuff. that being a thing before. Like maybe like you maybe see a pumpkin out front and that's about right. it. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Orange your pro pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the lights are the thing. Yeah, now Christmas that... lights. They're they're called Christmas lights, not Halloween <laughs> lights. Yeah, th- there was a dude in our old neighborhood in uh in San Diego who had like all of the stuff in his yard. Like the thing where the arm is coming out and he had like a guy hanging I think from a tree maybe. It was like so yeah. over the top. <laughs> like you would tell people when you give directions you'd be like, "Go this other way." Because I don't want you to see this house that we live in the same neighborhood as this dude. It's <laughs> so over the top. Yeah, I'm not for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, a lot of people love Halloween. I'm very indifferent on it. Really? Yeah, I don't really care either way. I'm okay with kids going around in costumes and trick-or-treating. Yeah, that's, that's super fun. That's great. I, I don't love Halloween. I'm just, for some reason I feel like I, I pictured you as a Halloween guy. I don't know why. You know, I get that a lot. He's wearing black. <laughs> you you have a real Hon- Halloween vibe. Yeah. yeah. You almost say Honolulu vibe. Oh, yeah, a Honolulu vibe. <laughs> you have a very Halloween vibe. Yeah, you seem Hawaiian. Is it the, sh- is it the Hawaiian shirt that I'm wearing <laughs> yes. right now and the lay? <laughs> the Hawaiian shirt with cobwebs well, and that's the, it's skulls just, on it. It's just my Halloween costume. I'm going <laughs> as a Honolulu-ian. Is that what they call them? Yeah. When you're from Honolulu? Yeah. Honolulu-ian. I've been trying to get my friends to um, to do this for years where we go trick-or-treating as carolers. Mm, you know what? I did that in high school. You did? I did. Yep. I bet it was great. <laughs> Look at that. I think I think it. I remember getting... Uh, just like kind of confused smiles from oh, families. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. See, and you thought you weren't punk rock. You were breaking the rules early on. And one of my friends was, uh, he had long hair and a beard in high school, and so he was dressed as Jesus. Oh, I thought robe. you were going to say he was dressed as Gruber. Hey, look, the Lord and his friends are here singing Christmas songs. What? What did you, did you just dress as a caroler? I, I think I was dressed as Superman. That's not better. That's not the way to do it. Well, I think it wasn't. This was like one of those things that wasn't really planned out. Okay. Sarah got bumped. I know. I'm sorry. Broke it, but her. now I feel the need. No, to I mean that's myself. it's your vision. That's fine. <laughs> I don't remember what our plan was, it's but not our my our uh, our, the, our our friend was like, let's let's go, let's sing carols. It makes I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. It makes so much sense. You're going door to door. People are expecting it. So it's not like you have to go to this neighborhood and be like, hey, we're carolers like 50 years ago. You can be like, hey, you're expecting people to go door to door. You can stand and watch us for 30 seconds as we sing our song all in a semicircle with little books and with scarves. And it's normal. It's like the most reasonable time to carol. Plus, Christmas is coming. Did you suggest, (laughs) did somebody suggest doing Halloween songs as caroling? Like going and doing like the Monster Mash? As Which, like a, a team the, the that's not smash? a bad idea. Oh, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> um, are there other and Halloween songs? I was actually thinking about this literally earlier today. 
What about, um, we just watched, I watched for the first time, what did I watch? It was the, the Halloween movie that you, you made us watch that we didn't make all the way through. Oh, um, we didn't make it through because we were tired, not because it's not good, though. Exactly. Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, I didn't, oh, you've never clarification. seen it? I'd never seen it. It's great. I'd seen, I th think I'd seen maybe like the music video length of an excerpt, a, a song. Okay. On, on, but I'd never seen the whole the whole movie. But I guess that this is Halloween really great. song. But this yeah. is Halloween. That'd I mean, be a good yeah. Halloween song. Mm hmm You did songs at the family hour, right? Like like Well murdery kind of songs, but Werewolf. Yeah, I, I guess those There are a few. You could you could There's put a together few. a nice just, There's creepy the, the only other one that came to mind was and I actually do have this queued up. Do you guys remember this one? <laughs> if you can even call this a Halloween song. It feels Halloween. Not ringing any bells yet? Oh. Well, that piano part, that part I, I is know. from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Right, okay. But you're going to know this great voice in a second. Now I have a story that I'd like to tell about this guy you all know. Rush Prince? Yeah. You guys don't remember Nightmare on My Street? Oh, I do. Oh, man. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, God. I forgot about this. You're welcome. My <laughs> Does the fat boys have something? <laughs> Probably. I'm unaware of it, if so, but now I feel like I want to look. <laughs> the fat boys must have great Halloween jams. <laughs> Did you like the fat boys as a kid? Uh, like might be a strong word. I don't know why. I think it was because it was like the only rap my parents would allow, kind of. Like it was, it was. Uh, I feel like it was for elementary school kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I feel like. But uh, yeah, I, I, Disorderlies came out, and I was like, "Yep, I'll see that a hundred <laughs> times." I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Don't worry about it. No, <laughs> it doesn't hold up. <laughs> Surprisingly, it might not hold up. It might not be as good. I think there's a booby scene in it though at the end. So it might be worth a <laughs> watch. I, I was partial to the era when they started doing the weird remake covers, like the Wipeout with the Beach Boys. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then they did the twist with Chubby Checker. What? Yeah, what happened? It was real weird. They really did it. I recently, you're bored sometime. Get on I YouTube. <laughs> if you can pencil it in, try to pencil. I'll this put it in my calendar. YouTube. The Chubby Checker and the Fat... Or, sorry, uh... Beach Boys Fat The Beach Boys, Boys Fat Boys Wipeout. That video is... It is something. I believe it. It is 80s at its All finest. the way. Yeah. yeah, they were... Yeah. I don't... Yeah, they were marketed at, at me specifically somehow as a kid. I loved it. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Um, Sarah is here, I can tell you right now, <laughs> to talk Christmas. She, I don't know if you could see right now, uh, as a listener, she's leaning, like sitting way back, as if not. As she she doesn't have her arms crossed, but she might as well. Yeah, she's she's not into the fat she's boy waiting, talk. She's waiting. I just don't know it. She's waiting to talk Christmas. This is her Christmas is her favorite favorite thing. Perfect. Talking Christmas now is like so exciting to her. The fact that we're getting Todd to talk about Christmas at this point is is something of a trick. I feel like yeah. he's been You not a fan? <laughs> not a huge fan. Todd hates Todd. Christmas. Sorry everybody. I married <sighs> a Scrooge. Bah humbug and everything. Ugh. Yeah, sorry. 
They do it? They do it wrong? Is Bob Humbug wrong? It was the and everything part. Yeah. Surprised me. It caught you off guard? You misquoted him. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've never seen a Christmas. I refuse to see a Christmas carol. Todd was in retail, and it, it got beaten out of him. But I don't think he had much in him to begin with. I had very little to begin with. I used to love Christmas when I was a kid. When did it stop? All through junior high. Are there high. kids that don't? When did the, there's some that, little Bahumbug kid somewhere? I don't know. I think as soon as you have to start buying gifts, some kids get turned off of it. Yeah, because it's like because they have to contribute to the <laughs> system. They don't just take anymore. <laughs> These little rats. Yeah, we. When did you start hating Christmas, Todd? Um, I didn't. Well, I got annoyed with it. I think I even liked it through college. I think it really was retail. It in in like, where were you working? Uh, I worked in an Apple store for a long time. Right. I worked in an Apple store through the iPod rush. Do you remember in like 2006 mm-hmm. when that was the thing? That's mm-hmm. when I worked there. I worked there when <laughs> now they have the easy pay where you can just go to anyone that rings you out. Yeah. I worked at an Apple store where there were five MacBook Pros along the front counter that was the register. Uh-huh. So I had shifts that were eight hours of me behind one of those ringing people's iPods up. I don't know why that sounds great. Oh, it was, and the best thing is they would just every day repeat the same Christmas songs uh, oh. on a loop. So it was like, here are the, fr- you know, whatever number of Christmas songs from nine to nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got real sick of it. What's, what was the what was the worst of the songs? Oh, gosh. I don't even remember. It was honestly just because it was such a block of songs. And I, I only stopped working there like four years ago. I mean, but I still can't remember <laughs> what the worst one. Just hearing it. The day it would come on, it was like, oh, Like, it was like everyone in retail just shut, shut down, like, so bummed. Yeah. Well... If everyone in retail, everyone in my store, <laughs> <laughs> everyone across the country and the world in retail. Well, I think uh, at this point you should wait outside. Okay, and I'm going to chat with Sarah for Thank an you. hour. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Sarah, brighten this up a little bit. Yeah, Christmas is awesome. <laughs> my Agreed. favorite thing about Christmas is not the day of Christmas. It is it's the, the leading up two to. weeks before. I'm with you. Particular, like the like a good two weeks, week and a half. I cannot start at Thanksgiving because that's too long. Mm-hmm. I like to start Christmas shopping halfway through December. Okay. I can think about it through December, but I don't like it forced on me. Like when the Strokes' rec- second record came out, I felt like that album was being forced on me, and I couldn't listen to it with free ears. So I had to wait for like two years to listen to it when everyone else was over it, and then I really loved it. Wait. I'm confused by that. It wasn't a Christmas album. I don't understand what's confusing. <laughs> You're using the release. I feel like I'm being perfectly clear. <laughs> You're using the release of a Strokes record as a metaphor for your experience. For Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just feeling like it's being so imposed just too a metaphor. early. You weren't it. saying they're not related to each other. And they, I w- it was a, it was a, and a re- it was a metaphor. Okay. I miss it. That's where I, that's where I went. I'm sorry wrong. about that. No. It's my stupidity. Now I'll wait outside. With yeah, time. thanks. Who's gonna run the computer <laughs> while I do a monologue? You just do a Christmas on monologue. The strokes and Christmas. Um, oh, I wanted to run this by you. Yeah. I'd like to see how you take this. Um, and while we're recording a podcast, is the best way. Uh, I was at Home Depot the other day buying batteries, and the entire front of the store is all Christmased out already. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of. <laughs> I think I'm fine with it. I mean, 
I, I've just come to accept it. I don't think everybody should wait for the two weeks before Christmas. As now it's a little early. I'm, st I'm I feel like in my adulthood. How do you feel about a year-round Christmas? Podcast? No, that's oh, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Be honest. Because here's here's the thing. I wake up some days and it, I've told Todd this feels like Christmas. Today feels like Christmas. You just wake up, it feels great. You're like happy, ready to like just see what the day brings. It feels like Christmas. And I tell Todd it feels like time. Christmas. And he knows I love Christmas so much that anytime he does something for me, he makes fun of Christmas by saying, Hey Sarah, I got you this cup of coffee for Christmas today. And on on my birthday, he doesn't say happy birthday. He says Merry Christmas. Which is the only day you don't want to hear Merry Christmas. Because yeah. my birthday's in June. <laughs> he does it's a, it's when, a year long. When do you start your I hate Todd Cooper podcast? I think I think it's starting right now. I think we're doing the whole podcast within a podcast. Right I think now. I think the podcast that celebrates Christmas is 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 sort of a it sort of is that already for you because you hate Christmas so yeah. much. This is yeah. This is a shock to me. Yeah. You're such a you're such a jolly man. I'm a jolly. And I thought I knew you. Are you just we were, jealous of are, Santa Claus? I'm a bowl full of jelly. What, what, I'm, yeah, I'm jealous of Santa Claus. I think you're jealous of his jolliness. Yeah, he is jollier than I am. No, I uh, I don't. I think I just need a few years to recover from retail. All right, it's been a few years though, Todd. Oh, good point. Tony, <laughs> did you ever go through a lull, a Christmas happiness lull <coughs> in your adulthood as you transitioned from? The Christmas that you experience as a child, to then the Christmas that you want to experience as an adult. A little bit, yes. Explain. I've never, I've never stopped loving it, but there, there was, and even sometimes it still can kind of creep in there. Yeah. Of uh, once I got a little bit older, and I, my siblings are both older than me, mm -hmm. so when it kind of got to where you know. They didn't have any kids yet, and I was the youngest one, and, and I, you know, the, the, the yeah. magical side of it was a little bit gone, and you didn't have that, like, can't sleep at night kind of thing, and gotta wake up super early and freak out over all your presents. Like, that going away, like, mm -hmm. was a, a little bit of a uh, bummer, but then, then my sister started having kids, and then that kind of brought it back, and, um, and then I think... That, that's helped a lot, but then every now and then too, like sometimes, you know, I live out here, my parents live in Virginia, my sisters live in Michigan, so like everybody's kind of spread out and sometimes we can't all mm -hmm. be together or sometimes maybe I have Christmas with Christina's family who are, they're great, but you know, it's not your family. Yeah. And it's different because mm -hmm. everybody does it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. and so it feels a little <laughs> weird when you're not doing what you've always done. Mm -hmm. Are you going to Virginia this year? I don't know, actually. We're going. Know, we're so going to Virginia. If you oh, go, really? we'll hang out. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so your parents still live there? Yeah. Yeah. Virginia we, Beach? Virginia Beach. We go every other year. Yeah. Yeah. We can and meet at Bush Gardens. <laughs> it's, I've actually only been there once. What? Yeah. It's Me the too. best. I, uh, I lived fun. right by Kings Dominion. Yeah. So oh, I, was, I, I was there all the time. Yeah. Kings Dominion is great. Is that an amusement park? It is, yeah. but it's a more traditional. It doesn't sound very fun. Amusement park, Bush Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like to be a King's subject Dominion. of the King's Dominion. Who sounds? But you like the word landlord. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> this is a conversation we had. Please go on. <laughs> I want to hear more about this. Todd was talking about how he doesn't like the term landlord. It sucks. I have no it problem with it. It is a weird term. It. It's the dumbest well, yeah, term. Yeah, but it's historic. It, 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 it comes from something. So what? It's, it's a, like sailing terms. It's it, they, they have these historic meanings. On a sailboat, you'll, you'll there's all these names for things that don't make sense. Or even now, you know, um, when in in like a, in graphic design world, they've mm-hmm. got all these terms that re- that relate to old printing press days, letting and things like that. Right, I, I hear you. Um, somehow, letting is not as bad as a word that means that somebody is lording over you. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just how they're the it lord was. of the land. Yeah, it was the yeah. That's just how it was. It bothers. I, it, it, it doesn't bother me. It's just like a weird word, right? You don't sleep at night. I, I will. I haven't slept in years because <laughs> between of working retail at Christmas working retail. and the word landlord, <laughs> you're done. I have never slept. It's terrible <laughs> until the word landlord goes away. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. Like, why can't it be property owner? Can't use like I'm going to talk to the property owner. Well, yeah. sure, you can say that, or you could say you could. You don't ever have to say the landlord again if you want. Thank you. To. For Christmas, I just needed your permission. <laughs> You're back now. Merry Christmas. I'm, I'm on your side on this one, <laughs> so I'll allow you back in. Yes. Even though you never actually left, like I asked you to. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> rude. I pretty much care about me only. So Todd grew up in Virginia. Where did you grow up, Sarah? I grew up in North San Diego County, Vista. Okay. Which is. A pretty agricultural area up until the 60s or 70s there was a lot a lot of orchards mm-hmm. and um, so my parents lived down there and my grandparents both sets of grandparents <laughs> were always down there and so holidays we we generally go to both grandparents houses or we do one on Christmas Eve and then the other on Christmas Day uh-huh. um, but yeah so we grew up I've always had warm Christmases and, and just, like, lots of family around. Not lots, but what family there is would always be around. Yeah. Um, and still, so we go down there quite often, actually. Yeah, we go a lot. To, to, to the folks, at least uh, once, once a month or so. Their so house feels Christmassy. Yeah. They have a good, they've sort of become the the patriarch, patriarch and matriarch of the, of the, the Watkins family, the Watkins side of the things. Uh-huh. They just—they have got a great house for it. They've got room and big a kitchen. Huge fireplace that helps. Mm. Big fireplace. Yeah. So you can burn the wrapping paper. Ooh. That's nice. That's nice. I don't think we ever pulled that move. Really? I always just think of my dad would get a, a trash bag. Yep. Yep. And then we just go on the trash sure. bag. Sure. Then you got to take it out of the trash bag, put it in the fireplace. Well, then what's the point <laughs> of the trash bag to begin <laughs> with? Yeah, cut out the middleman. <laughs> middleman. Do as you like. <laughs> 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 so you never had uh so you just you've always been out here. So yeah. You've never had the the miserable No, but I've winters. always I've always wanted the miserable winters. No, you don't. My you heart was you. in it. We went up to June Lake in June Mountain this last year which is just by Mammoth. Um here in California and uh this last Christmas my parents rented a place and my brother and Todd and I my folks we all went and it was our first like getaway vacation. Uh-huh. Get away, stay with my folks. I can get for like four days, five days. It was good. I can get on board with the new version of Christmas on the walk-in side. Yeah, I like it. Like I look forward to like it the now. travel-y version. Yeah, and by getaway Christmas, you mean you rented the movie The Getaway with That's Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger, and you watched it all through. all Christmas long. Okay, yeah, that way you don't have to listen to any Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just 
we, like we just yeah we had a trip and it was like you go somewhere uh you're on vacation went hiking i know that like a lot of people take time off at christmas i didn't i also didn't ever get time off at christmas so it was like yeah. i had christmas day off so it was like working 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 like so the idea of having time off at christmas to like focus time spend time with the family is different for me too so I'm like re in recovery. I'm in Christmas recovery. <laughs> yeah. But with your family, it's like we went like skiing and it was so fun. Like a trip like that was really great. It was really fun. Yeah. Really nice. fun. That felt like Christmas. The thing is, for me, I, I think with I, I really like to do make little Christmas gifts for people, mm -hmm. and sometimes I don't have time to do it, and that keeps that prohibits the, the Christmas spirit. Like, well, what's a gift? Can I have an like example making, of something you've just made like that making you some stoked about? Making just, like, little thoughtful cards that are, you know, just... I like to sew with paper and mm -hmm. layer things and just... It's nothing that looks good. It still looks like a fourth grader <laughs> made it, but it's fun for me. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. And I only make, like, seven or eight of them for friends. I do that, like, in lieu of gifts for people who are special. Uh -huh. Todd's never gotten one. Ooh. Never. Maybe if you turn that attitude around. Turn that frown upside down. I'm hoping to reward good behavior, so I'm waiting for the time I when it will mean wait. something. You, you, um... I made, I've made you cards. You made those pea animals. That was one thing you made. I made pea animals, which were made out of... We had a, uh... My brother had a piano that he left in the rain, and, um... Uh-huh. And... <laughs> it, I wanted to answer it, Tony's face. It didn't work very well after that. It I was can't a, imagine why. <laughs> it was one of those things where like it got moved outside for a day or something, and it was like, we'll get it back in. And, and it was it such a bear to like in. lift. It was sort of yeah. like at the end of the day, it was like, oh, we're tired. We'll get and it. And it wasn't tomorrow. like it wasn't it like you know a crappy little, little like garage sale piano anyway. It's an upright piano. But it's really hard to tear apart a piano. It's really hard. Uh huh. There's a, a lot that goes into taking. Because how do you piano. get rid of a piano? And right? also, it's well, there's, there's so much tension. That Sorry, don't be. <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> Keep moving. A lot of keys. Yeah. Each key has to go in a separate trash can. Yeah. <laughs> By so, law. So many locks. Yeah. <laughs> so much tension, though. Anyway, there are all these little hammers and stuff. So I made little, little, little. When we tore it up to throw it away, Sarah used the parts of the piano to make these things called pianimals. She glued together like the hammers and stuff to make little guys. They're little creatures. I'm so glad that you guys elaborated because. Like pea animals, and I'm am I supposed to know what that means? I'm surprised you don't have any of them here, actually, in well, amongst your collection. Christmas is coming up. Yeah. Hint, hint. Where's your pea animal workings? Do you have more pea animal guts to build There's with? a keyboard right here. There <laughs> I've got some tools in the other room. It's a little muted keyboard. <laughs> oh. Tear apart to that it looks like a piano. Yeah. Yeah, it's surprisingly hard to throw away a piano. <laughs> it was Sarah's dad, me, and Sarah's brother in our backyard with like saws and things, confused and just like standing around it with with a sledgehammer, a just hitting it, it every steel. once in a while, yeah. hoping that the giant harp on the back of it would come off, and then also aware that when it did, it would be just this explosion of tension of strings, <laughs> and yeah, we thought it was gonna go off like a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> it was sort of circling it, afraid to touch it. Yeah. It didn't. Uh, we're all fine. My dad used to tell me so that I wouldn't have my hands on the piano, I think, as a kid. Would be like, oh, those strings are under a lot of tension. If one of them snaps, it'll take your finger off. Like he knew a piano tuner maybe who had lost a finger. 
Uh, All right. But then what were you doing? <laughs> I never had my hand in there. But I think he just thought like eh, I'm not in here all the time with a piano. I'll just tell my son to keep his hands out. Here's one way that I know it well. So, but then we met Benmont uh, from Largo, and he like he <laughs> played. He lives at Largo. He lives <laughs> at Largo. Like that that's his credit you give him. Benmont Largo. Tench. He's well, also in Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, but you know who's heard of them? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Sounds sad. <laughs> um, he. But, like, he played pianos. Like, he talked about playing pianos in college where they would, like, open it up and just hit the strings with stuff. Uh-huh. Like, so then I realized, like, oh, my God, no one's losing fingers. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone's okay. Yeah, everyone made it through. Well, uh, being a fellow Christmas lover. Yes, that's me you're talking yes. to. <laughs> um, yes, go ahead. Do you, do you, <laughs> is there a particular Christmas in your life that, like, stands out as, like, that's that's the big one. I heard you ask John Ross Bowery I try to ask this. everyone that. Um, I got a horse for Christmas once. What? I know. I My parents were really broke, but horses evidently aren't very expensive. They just want, people just want them to know that they'll go to live at home. My dad, it was kind of weird. My dad actually sold his silver coins to give my brother a mandolin and me a horse. Did you know this, Todd? And you guys got him silver coins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got him. <laughs> You guys sold a horse and a mandolin. <laughs> was it the same year? Yeah, it was the same. Well, because they, you know, you want your your gifts to kind of match uh-huh. quality levels. I didn't know that he sold a bunch of. He sold. He had all this, all these silver coins that had been handed down to him. Wow. How old were you? Eleven. Okay. And uh, it was kind of crazy. It was a really. It was a. It was I mean I don't remember. But the thing that I remember most about Christmases though is. That's that's a pretty notable one. Um, and I remember our friend, leading up to Christmas, our friend John Moore, who was um, a big music teacher to us growing up, <coughs> and um, he's also a horse whisperer. He's okay. He has Literally become that. a horse trainer who travels to Sweden and Europe, and he teaches people. He goes into these arenas with, you know, 20 new horses that are you know, not broken, basically, mm-hmm. and just... Whispers just, them. Yes, he whispers to them. <laughs> and all of them, they'll just walk on to their trailers. Hey, and let everyone ride on you. Hey, be cool. <laughs> I know, I know, just forget it. Just, you gotta just be, be cool. It's no biggie, bro. Yeah. It's just, it's, she's just weird. It's fine. <laughs> not if you, you behave, you'll listen to the fat boys. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you like the Beach Boys, so it's a good, good compromise for the both of us. John Moore would, uh, he came over and he was teaching my dad how to braid a lead rope, like a horse's leash, basically, uh-huh. a lead rope. And I thought it was so funny because my dad told me, oh, yeah, I'm going to give this to John for Christmas, this lead rope. And I thought it was so funny that John was basically making his own gift to give to my dad. I remember telling dad, like, John, <laughs> he's making his own Christmas gift. This is amazing. But it was for me. Really sweet. That but he had to do it in front of me because I had to get rid of the kids. How long did it take you when you opened it to go like, oh, this is for John. This isn't. No, I, you actually I knew. Me John's I knew. I knew. <laughs> yeah. I just like the whole morning, Sarah. That's your lead rope. Yeah. They had to keep explaining. Did Did you? Uh, so that that's what happened, right? They gave you the lead rope, and you're like, what? And then you went outside. Yeah. And as soon as you saw it, you knew it was a horse. 
<laughs> that's, I, I Not, believe sorry. so. As soon as you saw the lead rope, as soon as you <laughs> look at that tall dog. <laughs> Wait, I mean, let me go back to my animal books. I knew. <laughs> Do a little comparison. That's a something out there. Um, H I, is for horse, right? I mean, as soon as you saw the lead rope, you knew that you were getting a horse. I knew it was something fishy going on, yeah. But I mean, yeah. And then we walked out. Yeah. I see. Well, we already had a horse at that point too, so it could have right. just been. Yeah, for my dad's big on the lead, like the little gift that tips off the big mm, gift. He's like big that. on that. I like that. Yeah. I, th- and I mean, like in your getting, stocking, you get that's batteries. That's a pretty good gift, anyways. And oh, it's insane! That. And my parents were broke. We were not. Yeah. We were not, um, big gift people. But my parents both had horses growing up, uh-huh. and so I think for them it was, it was a continuing of their tradition. I've never received a living creature. As a gift, it's a big not yet. You haven't. Ooh. Christmas is coming That's up. That's true. Maybe even for Halloween. Oh, a Halloween <laughs> horse. <laughs> a Devil H. I'll tell you what you're going as for Halloween. A cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what yeah. about you, Todd? Or you just got a bunch of shitty, grumpy stories? Yeah. Uh, let's see. A guy hit me in the face one Christmas. Uh, no. Oh, by the way, I should tell you that. Sarah's dad had a, uh, he's a, the age you think he is, like he was like in his 60s, but he had a, um, a paper route on a horse as a kid. I thought you were going to say currently. He had a, has a paper, he has a paper route. <laughs> Every morning he wakes up at four. Um, but it, like as a little kid, like on a pa- on a horse. Yeah, they, papers. they basically lived in Mayberry. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever heard of that. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't seem real. It happened in the 50s. <laughs> Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, his dad like would would uh, put a saddle on it every morning. He had to go catch the horse because it was green. Because his, you know, six year old son was going out to do a paper route on a green broke horse. So he had to like wake up really early in the morning, catch like this horse in a giant corral, break the ice on the top of the horse trough because it was cold also in the sixties in Southern California. <laughs> it was always cold in the sixties. <laughs> well, huh, sometimes <laughs> around Christmas. So, uh, yeah, and then my dad, it was, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so I, it was such a, I, I love that it, that exists. It's crazy. Yeah, um, that's crazy. R.I.P. For my Christmas, I had, um, I had a lot of great Christmases growing up that I, I loved. Um, I've never heard that. <laughs> I know. She looked genuinely shocked when you said well, that. No, like, Christmas was great until a few, like, until I got older. Till I had met you. Yeah. When I met Sarah, everything <laughs> turned upside down in my life. Um, no, I I had great Christmases. We used to go to uh, St. Louis to visit my grandmother. Okay. And so, which was a drive. So we would get in the car and drive for, like, it was like 18 hours. And when you were younger, it was just from Kentucky. Uh, for two years, it was from Kentucky. And then when I was even younger, it was uh, 17 hours in the other direction from Colorado. Wow. You've yeah. lived all over the place. You name it. I've lived there. Uh, if you name Colorado. <laughs> don't, don't name a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, it was definitely, like, it was great, but those trips were long, but it was fun. Yeah. What did you do? What did you do with your parents in the car? Did you? Uh, what did I that do? That was before video <laughs> games and stuff <laughs> like that. One Christmas, <laughs> we got a, uh, a little TV that was, like, this, it was, like, um, like the, si- the screen was, like, the size of your palm. 
Uh, of your, of your oh, I remember open. those. It was really long, probably. It was right? pretty long, yeah. Yeah, one of those shotgun TVs. Mm-hmm. And we were people like, had them in their kitchen. Yeah. So totally. pumped because we were like, I, we, I mean, we used to just sit in the car and look out of the stupid window for seventeen hours. <laughs> like we wanted to tell me a story, and so we were so excited, and we got it in the car, and we had these visions of grandeur. Like in my mind, I was going to be watching Family Ties from all the way from Virginia to um, St. Louis. I was like, come on, Alex, be Keaton. <laughs> Talk to me. And then we get in the car. It was not like leaving Virginia was like no signal. Of course. And you're driving, and so you're going in and a, out of signals. Yeah. But so it's like, run by a battery? No. Uh, we somehow like back then figured out how to run power from the yeah. car. The Coopers were smart. Yeah. Very smart. Very power savvy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My parents were very smart about power. Um, so yeah, but maybe it was battery. I don't know. I think I thought we. Oh, had, like, the story changes. It might I don't know who to believe anymore. It might have been for a, a car Stop where it had a, a plug that goes into the cigarette lighter or something. But anyways, regardless, I don't know. As it was changing networks every yeah. you know ten feet was like a different. <laughs> it just sucked. It was like oh here we have this thing with this it takes up space in a small dachshund. Yeah, it was a bummer. So did you just. Look out the window. Did you talk? Did you guys tell stories? Uh, we listened sing? to my Walkman. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you listening to on your Walkman? Uh, it depends on what year it was. Give me an example. Uh, well, I would listen to, um, I would listen to the Bob Marley when I was in junior high. <laughs> I had a year of reggae that I liked it a lot, and then I had a year where I really liked the Grateful Dead. I went through these weird. What about before that? I know weird phases. Um, oh, when I was little, little. Yeah. I don't know what we listened to. They would drive through the night and we would sleep, and then we would wake up and my sister and I would like kick each other and fight. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever yell at your sister not to look out your window? <laughs> no. I did that a couple times. Poor Sean. No, she yelled at your. He was sister. being a jerk. <laughs> Quit yelling. At <laughs> <laughs> hey, is this Heather? This is Sarah. Hey, what window are you looking out of? Well, stop. <laughs> I own that window Dibs. in your kitchen, <laughs> so quit it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was fine. Christmas was, it was great. It was just, it, when I got older, it was, a, it was a bummer. I think it's a challenge when you have to figure out what to do for yourself, because when you're younger, Christmas just happens to you, yeah. and and there's something really nice about that, right? There's, like, something really nice that, it's it, that's part of the childhood thing, is that, you're sort of provided for it, the, the the little the nurturing happens around you and you just have to wake up into it and enjoy it, and it's a time when you're a kid and everything happens. But when you're an adult, you've got to figure out like, shoot, so now I've got to figure out what we want to do. I'm gonna like start our own traditions and all that stuff. Do we have a tree? Do we not have a tree? What do we get? Ex- what do we make time for? And not have a tree. What's this talk? Well, I got into a kick a couple of years ago where I. My mom. This made my mom very sad. Where I got really mad at the idea that we had to ship in all these trees from Washington. And so you yelled at your mom about it. So I was, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I did not add her, but I was like, I don't understand why we have to adopt the traditions of regions that that are not our region. We should. Ha- I want like a eucalyptus tree in my house. <laughs> we can decorate a eucalyptus tree, but that's that's what we have. We don't have Douglas firs in Carlsbad in Los Angeles. We have to ship these things I wanna, in. I want to cut down local native trees. You can have a live eucalyptus tree and plant it. And then let the, you know, the 
parasites eat it outside. <laughs> Does this mean you're anti-fake tree? Yes. I got no issue with the fake tree. Well, here's the... Th well, really? I have a little... Yeah. I have it's a little fake tree. actually what I've... I only remember like one Christmas where we didn't do that. Really? I also am a huge nerd that's allergic to everything. Oh, really? So I'm actually allergic to trees. I you? have... <laughs> yeah. If you go into a house with a Christmas tree, do you fill up? Uh... I think I'd probably be fine, but technically, it's like not living the best, in it, yeah, not the best idea. So you me. don't really go walking in the forest, not too often. Yeah, That's unless funny. I'm running from a bear. Yeah, which is usually how I spend my Tuesdays. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've recently not had trees. We have. I have a little one like yours here on the on the table, but um, I I we in our old house in Carlsbad it was so small there was just no room for it. And um, except for right over the heating vent, and the safest place, and and right by the fireplace, and so we we just kind of stopped. And because we go out of town every other year, didn't really make sense. So we, I, I I'm a big fan of the the inside decorations that are not a tree. Mm -hmm. I like trees, but I'll use I'll get the the um the wreath and the you know the clippings and things. But we'll get a tree this year. We actually have room this year, yeah. and you can see it from the road, which is nice. It yeah. really is no reason to do it if you can't show it off. I know. I mean, and what's, we, yeah, what's we don't Christmas really have a good about? Spot for that. Yeah, I know. I would you like can't to show off. I would like to. Yeah, the kind of the only spot we can put ours. You can't really see it from outside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. But it makes me happy inside. I'm glad. Plug, as soon as, as soon as it starts to get dark, plug it in. On Thanksgiving, do you do it? Um, do you put it up Thanksgiving night? Usually, lately we have done well. Actually, last year we went really early because Thanksgiving was really late last year. Hmm. Yeah, and we actually put it up before, which I don't think I've ever done. Wow. That's next level. Yeah, Did but it was it, Thanksgiving was like on like the thirtieth or something I last year. Like yeah, it was you're really right. late. It's so. Unreasonable. What? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was that late? That late. Or yeah. I didn't know if you meant no. I was putting Thanksgiving. Up the tree that early. Yeah, <laughs> that is unreasonable, <laughs> Tony. Don't you dare. Where do you get the balls? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get uh, yeah, but normally I think we do like the day after Thanksgiving or maybe that yeah. Sunday or something. Sure, yeah. yeah. I, I like I like the idea of the post-Thanksgiving family getting the Christmas tree thing. I think we did that with your parents mm -hmm. once, and that was really fun. Yeah. Did you guys do that with your family? No, we. Oh, so you just stealing it from we, my family? We would, messed up. We would always wait until <laughs> Christmas trees went on sale, like a week before Christmas. Oh. And then, like, you know, which ones are gonna die on you, so you can get one that'll, you know, because some of them you get them too early and they just die on you. <laughs> so you just wait a little while, see which ones have long legs, have the good legs, and and then you put like the secret. You know, Sprite water formula that keeps them. I just them. pictured your whole family walking into like a Home Depot, like real cocky. We're like, just... see, this one's all brown. Good thing we didn't come earlier. See, we would have gotten that one of those. Bunch of jerks bought these. Yep. Bunch of brown trees in people's hands. They have to come get another tree. Two Not the Watkinses. Nope. <laughs> Fresh and green. <laughs> We're smart. Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show real quick to tell you. You know what would be a great thing to buy as a holiday gift? How about a Sarah Watkins CD? How about her band Nickel Creek, one of their CDs? A great place to buy that stuff is Amazon.com. Wait, no, FeliceNavipod.com. Click on the Amazon banner, and a portion of what you buy will help support the show 
and Sarah do it. I like this. I like how I like how I didn't know you were so stoked on Christmas. So yeah. this is great. I think this is for being a I Christmas theme. I feel a little bad that I'm talking so much about Christmas. No, don't, because that's what I was gonna say. It's it's great because for being a Christmas podcast, you'd be surprised how little it actually. Don't is think talked I didn't notice sometimes. that on John Ross Bowie podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's got a bone to pick with John Ross Bowie. <laughs> I'm not an old punk rock. Yeah, a little less descendants, a little more <laughs> Christmas tree. Yeah, I think this is the most it's been talked about. Maybe maybe last you year when I first started it. it. Yeah, I mean, no, I think there has been a few where yeah, like we were done and I was like, oh, we didn't even talk about That's it. great. <laughs> That's maybe you should push this one closer to Christmas for your release, otherwise people are going to be annoyed. <laughs> well, no, we talked, about, we talked about Halloween, too. That's true. Hey, we'll, you we'll spend, we'll spend another, we'll do an extra hour now, and we'll only talk about Nightmare oh. Before Christmas. Now, okay, <laughs> what's your favorite Oogie Boogie line, guys? <laughs> oh, I like that movie. I do too. It's great. I like it's, it. It's great. I can't believe That's what you said. But I repeated it. Say it again. It's great. Eh, I don't believe you that time. My favorite part when Oogie Boogie looks right in the camera and goes, "This truly was a nightmare before Christmas." <laughs> I need to watch it again and again. Like I feel like I have not seen it nearly enough. It's to, great, yeah. For for how great it is. <laughs> Did I mention it's great? Uh, how do you feel about it? I don't know if they're doing it this. I assume they are, but we went last year to the El Capitan, and they show it in 4D, where it's 3D, but then they have the theater is decorated, and they do things like it snows in the theater, oh. and they make it smell like gingerbread and stuff like all this crazy. That stuff sounds happens. like a great dimension. Does it smell like death at the beginning when it's still Halloween town? <laughs> I didn't notice. Okay, good. They release live rats and things mm -hmm. when it's creepy. Oh, That's yeah. good. Yeah. I hate those kind of things where they like like those theaters where it's like it's 4D and then like they it's always the thing that sprays your feet where it's supposed to feel like crickets or something around. Right, right, Do you know right, what I'm talking right. about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Have you guys been on the uh Is that really 4D though? No. It's, it's just, just a 3D that's death. touching. It's 3D, but it actually makes it's physical. It's actual 3D. Touch is another dimension. Nope. Time. Where's the time? Time is 4D. Two hours. You're watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you just got cooped. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in the science. <laughs> oh, by, by uh, the way, I, I want to say so. I, I want I somehow to. What? I thought you guys were nerds. I want to say something that triggers a uh, a song. I like how you do theme songs. <laughs> I just want to somehow say something that'll trigger a song. Did I do it? <laughs> Hit it. No. 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 Hey, Todd, have you ever had a tender Tennessee Christmas? Is that a song? Is that a song? Is it a, is it a song? Amy Grant's Christmas? Duh. Oh. Vince Gill's wife. <laughs> Don't you say Amy Grant's <laughs> Um, ex-Christian singer Amy Grant <laughs> starts with an A. <laughs> what was the name of that song? Tender Tennessee Christmas. Tender Tennessee Christmas. The synthesizer sound is so terrible. TTC. Vamp, guys. Vamp. Oh, um, Come on, ends in a T if you say the last name. Amy Grant. 
Uh, I did a we did a Christmas tour with Vincent Amy Grant one year, um, and she is the the queen of Christmas to me. She is Mrs. Claus. Really? Because does she live in L.A.? Does she want to do the show? No, she lives in Nashville. She and she, she and she want does want to do the show. show. <laughs> Wait, what? That's rude. It's the truth. It's not rude if it's the truth. She does want to do. The I show. haven't asked her. I don't know. <laughs> well, I can't believe you didn't ask her. I know. Can we get her on the phone right now? Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any no, I don't have her number. That's why we can't get her. Oh, I tried to play it. Hang on. We'll pretend that didn't happen. She looks very young in this artwork. I think she's like mid, like early 20s. <laughs> I can feel the tenderness. I can feel the Tennessee. <laughs> she wrote this with her ex-husband. Not Vince Gill. Not Vince Gill. Was he a weatherman? <laughs> Can't you hear the <laughs> Sounds terrible, right? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't matter about Christmas, though. Just You're not looking for good songs. Oh, we're not. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. The chorus. Know, just... well, the chorus. Hang on. Then. I know. I want to hear this hook. Where's the hook? Todd is feeling it. Circles around us, like the gifts beneath the tree. Around the tree. No, oh, sorry. I know there's more snow up in Colorado. Colorado. Than our roof will ever see, but a tender, tender sea Christmas. Why is Colorado this in this, like the standard for for how much snow there should be on Christmas? You tell well, us. You used to live it, there. Col okay. Colorado so rhymes with <laughs> snow. <laughs> Amy Grant begins with an A. <laughs> Colorado. I love Amy Grant, and I love her Christmas albums. And there's something about... I, I don't love them for their quality, though. I love them. Oh. I think I love that for the, the history that they have in my life. Feels like 30 years old. So here's one of the things I don't like about Christmas songs. I hate to be a negative Nancy. Too late. Oh, good. I love to be a negative Nancy. <laughs> the, the thing about Christmas songs is, if yes, you change the words... Uh, and it was like just a song about being alive. No one would listen to them because the melodies are terrible. The songs are awful. It's it's just because they have words about Christmas that everyone's like, woohoo! That love is this. the unfortunate part. And then you have to listen to it for a whole season. I know there are a lot of bad ones. I think there's good ones in there. Though. Name one. One good Christmas. Like, are you talking? Will you allow any? Or are you talking just straight up tradition? Any. All right, let's, let's start with I'll, any let's before go we go with traditional. Yeah, any. Any. My personal favorite is Father Christmas by the Kinks. All right. Well, that's the Kinks. You said any. I did say. What about <laughs> traditional? Hmm. I think people find ways to do cool versions sometimes. Sometimes. Um, 
You mean listenable versions? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the the Ray Charles Christmas album has a lot sure. of good stuff on it. Um. Yeah. Ella Swing. Or Ella's Christmas. A swing and Christmas. Hmm. James seen. Brown's Funky Christmas. <laughs> no. Yes. Sure. That, I had that record. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what it is, it's a funk record, and it happens to be about Christmas. <laughs> but like thoughts the, on wonderful Christmas time go. How does that go? Paul oh, McCartney. simply. Oh, uh-huh. Sarah. It's not good. I have such a love hate. Terrible. With it. And, and to be like this, this is the song that always everybody. It's so polarizing. I hate People it. People seem to love it or hate it. Do you There's love it or hate it? There's nothing good I'm about like it. I'm totally in the middle. Really? Like I. What's the part that keeps you from hating it? It like I I find that when I think about it, I'm like God, that sounds so lame. How did Paul McCartney, the guy, this guy it that wrote so many own, brilliant no, songs, wrote that song? The whole but then song I hear should it. only be as long as simply having a wonderful Christmas time. End of commercial. That's all it should <laughs> commercial. be. Commercial. It's a commercial jingle. <laughs> but it just so I think I hate it. But then when I hear it, it kind of makes me happy. See, that's that's the thing. There are some inexplicable happinesses that, that come with certain Christmas songs, like Tender Tennessee Christmas, Amy Grant's Do, Christmas. Should we listen again? Oh, no, please. please don't do it. <laughs> also, it's basically anything that I heard before I was 22. Is that the when Christmas changed for you? Probably. Well, 23, 24. To being like a kid, I had kid great Christmas Christmases. to being an adult on Christmas. Yeah, I had great Christmases in Nashville with Mandy. Oh, did you? I like, kind of lived in Nashville for a little while with my best friend, and that was magical. And we listened to James Brown Christmas. Sure. And a lot of like, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Elvis Costello. No, I can't think of it right now. But um, <laughs> Just naming people. Vince Gill. Oh, Vince Gill. Yeah. Amy Grant. Yeah, of Amy course. Grant's husband. Oh, the other one. The weatherman. <laughs> weather <laughs> no. No. Oh. It's okay. The Sarah's Beatles. Matthews. I'm just. Oh, wonderful it. Christmas time. Paul wonderful. That's it. That was it. We got there. That's it. Sorry. We did it. Man, I don't know why I couldn't think of it. I don't know either. We were just talking about it. <laughs> Wait, does John Lennon has a Christmas song? That's great, right? So this is Christmas. Well, it's called Happy Christmas. War is over. Did you hear Christmas. any of of uh, the Beatles Christmas EPs mm-hmm. that they sent out to I their have, fan I base? Have them. I mean, I don't have real copies. So great, them, but really, yeah. so great. I don't have real copies either. I don't even have digital copies, but I've heard them a couple of times from. Yeah, friends. someone someone gave me a, a so great. I, they have a, a hard drive full of just like every possible Beatles thing yeah. that's out there, and I got them from him. And yeah, they're they're really fun. They're these little records that they made for their fan club only. Oh wow! And they started the process, and you can hear like the first couple are like super happy, jolly Beatles, like play doing the the Fab Four kind of image thing, and then by the end they are just so phoning it in, and they're so bummed that they have to do it. <laughs> And they're Those just like making really noises. Though. Oh yeah, because yeah, you can tell they're having the time. They're like they're just cracking each other up the whole a time, great time. And goofing off and like yeah, up sure, songs. let's do a Christmas thing. That sounds great. And at the end, they're like, "What we promised all these people," and they're just making it's like crazy and rambly and number twenty five. 
that kind of business. <laughs> yeah. I played part of one of them on here before. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never, I didn't even know it existed. I've never it's, even heard of it. Yeah, you should hear it. It's you said good. something on a podcast that you were like, if you just look up any person that was known from any era, they probably have a Christmas record. Yeah, yeah. Which is... That Three <laughs> Stooges business was nuts. <laughs> the thing that made me laugh... In my house, I was picturing this is literally what came to my mind that I was like, I wonder how Tony finds all this stuff. And I pictured you. I was like, I wonder how deep he gets into Google, which I realized was just me going, like, you typing in, all right, Christmas. And then how many pages <laughs> deep you got. And just pretty much, well, sometimes Christmas. you just, well, I mean, I can look around this room and then go, let's see, uh, what's Star Wars Christmas? Oh, I've been and what's, uh, yeah, Wars I mean, there's a whole, there's a Star Wars Christmas album. Wow. I have it there how Man, is it? We'll, I, see, we'll, I haven't we'll 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 stop the recording we'll go listen to the whole thing <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> i didn't know that um I, I we do a christmas show my brother and i have a monthly show in los angeles called the watkins family Hour. we've done it for 12 years and we usually do a christmas show and or holiday show that ends up being christmas centric because that's what we celebrate and um and i always do these blanket searches to try and find new christmas songs and um, I do, I'm not doing it right. I need to search. I need to follow your lead here, Tony. And I only search, find the like, terrible ones. You know, Three Stooges Christmas and there's so it's it's crazy how much Christmas music there is. To Dude. do that though, I would need you to identify all of these things in here that are not <laughs> Star Wars or Muppets, so that I could I could then use them in my search. Yeah, I mean, again, just think of anything. That had any sort of success at some point in our lives. Translucent gummy bear Christmas. Is that is that something that would? <laughs> I'm gonna go with you went down the wrong path. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm so bad at this. Do you think there's an elf Christmas? That special? anybody listening, that's so out of context. Like, why the hell is that what she said? Because <laughs> there is much more than one translucent gummy bear in here. No, there is one. What is that? Not that's a, not a. No, gummy that's bear. Mickey Mouse. That's <laughs> is that not Mickey Mouse? No, but I, I can, With I can see. With one ear that's bigger than the other. I didn't know if you were gonna get super mad. What is it? I was it? like, oh, I thought you just triggered some rage and said it. Tony. I don't know. It's certainly not Mickey Mouse. And then there's that one up there that's another rodent shape. But I don't know what these things are. Uh, I, it's alright. When you do if the podcast, if they were bluegrass musicians, I could identify all of them. Do you think those toys are all in the other room? Oh, thank you. <laughs> It's got your, your Del McCurry, your Earl Scruggs. <laughs> I love a Del McCurry toy. Don't get me started on my Vince Gill toy room. Oh, I love that room. Do you think you could do a podcast that is Sarah describing what she thinks a toy is? <laughs> you could just do a whole series of just, okay, what is this toy? Uh, looks like he is a abominable snowman, maybe, but he has mouse ears. <laughs> One ear is bigger than the other. Did you True. watch all those movies? What if I described the thing and your listeners could tweet in what they think it is? <laughs> Try it. Please. Oh, have you played this game yet? No, we've not. But I like it. Sorry. Ooh. Sorry about that. Um, well, this 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 one guy, I, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a dude because I can see his, his innards. Um, he's peach colored and he has um, got... He looks like a mouse standing up on his hind feet, but one ear is a little bit bigger than the other. And he's got, um... Get close. Have a look. Hang on. Describe it accurately. <laughs> Should I open the case? Would you like to touch it? She does. <laughs> you want to touch it, don't you? Well, the gummy bear... 
much more scary looking uh, teeth. This guy, his teeth look um, look much more like dentures. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know what else to say, really. I love this. He's got a full rib cage. <laughs> That's gonna. Now somebody knows what she's talking oh. about. So for everyone listening, uh, has a full. And the gummy bear version, the arms are straight out, of course, but this guy's standing like a normal, like a normal dude, with his hands. Which one are they supposed to guess? This one. I told them that the other one was a gummy bear. Oh, They're trying to guess what this one is. It's not the gummy bear. Tweet in your answer. Tweet, tweet us, but at Police Navi Pod or at is it just at Sarah Watkins? Let's get you involved. In this. I don't want to be involved. In this. <laughs> I don't want to be involved. Actually, you started this. Tweet not just an answer. Tweet a picture of what it is. Like search it and put it. I want to see <laughs> that it's the exact thing. Or better, draw what you think she's describing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. I can't wait to see these. <laughs> Again, you can see through its skin, and you can see the intestines and things too. So, and the liver. I think it's liver. And a full rib cage. And a full rib cage. Full rib cage. Teeth. Those and teeth FRC. Bones. You can see all its feet and what? femur. FRC. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said NFRC. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Newfound rib cage. <laughs> like, is it a band? <laughs> I kept thinking, like, what band is this? Um. Well, I think uh, you probably, because you guys, you mentioned hearing the terrible uh, Three Stooges song, so you probably heard this, and I have played, this would be the third time I've played this on the show, but just because it's almost Halloween, we have to play part of this again, and you guys can just talk about how great it is. Okay. And uh, this, is, this is one that you can, you can uh, start playing. I you love this one. I love yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for people that I'm playing this again, but... Oh, wait, I played the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I, I know, it is. Yeah, that was a stupid, stupid move on my part. Are the lab noises in the Christmas one, too? Yes, they are. <laughs> That's why I just thought I was playing yeah. the right one. The bubbly, and, bubbly one. Uh-huh. Oh, crap. This is so unprofessional. <laughs> was the night before Christmas when all through the castle my monsters were having a yuletide hassle. You know this is coming out this year in the Christmas show. I'm pretty sure it will happen. Like werewolf <laughs> fangs and vampire wings. Is this somebody just imitating it? No, it's the same no guy. It's, his own, it's, it's only a second song, right? There's like two. Does he, do, does he have a career outside of holiday songs? Not that I'm aware. Holiday singles? I can't wait to hear the uh, I just. I really want John Riley to do this. <laughs> I just had to at least play a snippet of that again. It sounds like he's making fun of it. Like it sounds like he's doing an impression of him. Like it doesn't sound like him. Yeah. It sounds it's like a, somebody else going. Oh, let me try it. I, I was working in the lab late one night. <laughs> yeah, it's my. He he. As I've said before, he wrote a cover. Of himself. Of himself. <laughs> so good. Why not, man? Oh, Sarah did a great mashup last year. A monster mashup? It wasn't my idea. <laughs> Careful. Mm-mm. It was not your idea, but it was great. Um, can they find it somewhere? 
It's on our podcast, yeah. But there's a, a, a David Garza and Fiona Apple were guests. David had this thing, he had done it once before, where he mashed up Roxanne with Timothy Young. <laughs> As, um, <laughs> we mashed up Roxanne with uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And uh, it was surprisingly satisfying. Yeah? It's yeah. awesome. It really works. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty great. Uh, David is convincing. Very convincing at, at his Roxanne. Rudolph! Uh, okay, so that, that was my, my question, is how, how this works exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to check it. it. It's Yeah, it's pretty great. It was really fun. But then the verses are, are just Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Right. But it's in minor, so it's really cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to look this up. Yeah, it's it's worth a listen. Yeah, it's one of the Family Hour Christmas pod. It's a Christmas podcast. I think there must only be one. We only have like 10 episodes up. I was actually trying to find those, and for some, on the Nerdist website, it seems like they're not there. Do you know anything about this? I don't. Did you guys get kicked off? <laughs> we might have gotten no, like kicked off for page, inactivity. The page is there, but then there was a thing that said, like, Ep- full all full episode list and like I couldn't click on anything. Maybe we got kicked off for inactivity. You can get them on <laughs> iTunes. Okay. Uh, for free. Yes. Of course. So everybody do that, and I'm gonna do that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a fun. It was a fun one, though. That sounds fun. Yeah. I like that. Um. Well, I've kept you guys for a while already, and before, well, two things before we go. Sarah. Yes. Would you like? play us a song yes i would we can i can i can uh, s- stop the recording and give you time to set up and all that but uh well before <laughs> before you do that though is there anything do you guys want to plug anything quickly before uh, you do that todd you have a podcast <laughs> <laughs> you have two podcasts maybe? two uh, one that doesn't exist yet and one that just started existing kind of kind of yeah we gotta we, we're going to make an exclusive announcement right now? Should <laughs> <laughs> well, we? to it. Do you think people are going to be super pumped? <laughs> Probably. We, should we announce it on the air? If you want to. Uh, look, I don't want to take up the time from your show. <laughs> um, Tony and I are starting a podcast. We both really like um, the podcast You Talking You Two to Me. Mm-hmm. With Scott Ackerman and um, Adam Scott. Adam and Scott Ackerman. Adam Scott Ackerman. We love the podcast, and uh, we decided we should do one together called uh, Are You Two Talking You Two to Me Too? Yes. <laughs> and it's about their podcast. It's a podcast about their podcast the same way they do a podcast about you two. And neither <laughs> of us are you two fans. So really? Yeah. Man, I saw them during their elevation tour see it was the first my first real concert i was like 18 or 19 and maybe 20 and it was mind-blowing and i wasn't even a big youtube fan like we listened to joshua tree on the way to the beach like you know normal normal youtube listening a little bit of a couple other records but um that was the live record but uh i was blown away by the elevation tour it was crazy i couldn't i just when stood there that? Um, I don't, it must have been like 12 or 13 years ago. I might, I was 20, I'm 33. I was around, I had to be around maybe when I was 20. Okay. And, um, and, uh, like the, the stage was the shape of a heart and Bonner did the thing where he got the girl on stage and 
It was that old in- smoothie. It was insane. <laughs> it was like exactly what I wanted. And then, um, so I, but I don't even remember applauding the entire. I was the worst audience member. I just stood there with my mouth open, <laughs> shocked the entire time. And then I left, and I was like, "That is, I've, that's amazing." Did the show leave you on the edge of your seat? <laughs> oh, do you get what he he's saying? Because there's a guy in the band named the Edge there. Oh, I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was trying to be spooky. Oh. <laughs> um, it's Halloween time. Yeah. Did someone say and then, spooky? As we drove away, <laughs> all the radio stations Sorry. were playing U2 fan, U2 songs. Like three radio stations were playing U2 as everybody was leaving the stadium. And we did not turn it off. Yeah. Because we were just reliving. More. It was so good. That's how Tony and I feel. We really love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the podcast is fun. So yeah, that's the uh, that's my plug. <laughs> That'll be launching soon. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> are we going to do another one? We are, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I was like, I really want to do one, but I couldn't tell. I was like, maybe Tony doesn't want to do it again. <laughs> no, it's super fun. Okay, good. Super like fun. on the air, you're deciding you're going to have a second date. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had make, a good time. Did if you? I ask him on the air, then he'll have to say yes. Yeah, we'll pressure him. Yeah. yeah. All right. So stop it while I tune. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay. Well, before you do that, oh. is there anything you want? Did you want to plug anything? Just the family hour, I think, here in L.A., um, this monthly show at Largo that my brother and I do. We have, um, we always have two or three really fun guests, and uh, we sort of have this great uh, little musical community moment on stage um, once a month, and it's, it's a really fun thing. It's a great way to try out new things and share new songs that are kind of up and coming, and then just also just uh, kind of... It's a great excuse to get to know other musicians and yeah. work stuff up. So it's um, it's really helpful to us in a, on a personal music musicianship level. And um, and also it's a really fun gig. So we have a great nice. time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I need to come to one. I've only, I've seen you at uh, it's super punk rock show a few times. <laughs> I don't I don't need <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> I'm not, not one-dimensional, Sarah. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's four-dimensional. Mm-hmm. So like, he I'm blows smoke at you. Happy Tom next There's, month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to let Sarah tune, and then she's going to play this song. Felice Navipod will return right now. Okay, so this is a John Prine song. Um, and... Uh, this is one of the few Christmas songs that I've heard later in life that I really have, have dug into. Um, and uh, Todd here, we're gonna, we, we like to sing songs together when we can. This is one that we, that we can do. It was Christmas in prison And the food was real good We had turkey and crystals Carved out of wood And I
flashlight in the big yard swings round with a gun and spotlights the snowflakes like dust in the sun it's christmas in prison there'll be music tonight i'll probably get homesick i love you How great was that? That performance ruled. And the barking at the end was 100% real. The cops came and knocked on the door. Unrelated to anything we were doing. Anyways, that really was real, though. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did, and I hope you found it spooky. It wasn't spooky, but it was fun. Uh, Happy Halloween, everybody. And we're getting closer. Uh, you can follow Todd Cooper on Twitter at Todd Cooper. You can follow Sarah Watkins at Sarah Watkins. No H on Sarah. No H on Sarah. And uh, as I said, check out her records. She's great. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Tony Thaxton. TonyThaxton.com. At Felice Navi Pod. FeliceNaviPod.com. Uh, subscribe to the show. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. Uh, lots of stuff going on. You're going to be hearing more and more plugs from me coming real soon. We snuck one in. Keep your eyes and ears out. Um, nothing else really that I can tell you just yet. So, I'm going to remind you, Christmas is December 25th. That's going to do it. I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always... We wish you a Merry Christmas from Turned upside down And I'd like to take a minute Just sit right there I'll tell you how I became The prince of a town called Bel Air In West Philadelphia Born and raised On the playground Is where I spent most of my days Chilling
chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all, shooting some b-ball outside of school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and it had ice on the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it. Yo, home's to Bel Air. I pulled up to a house about seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. I looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air.